welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Kachanov, and today, Ina is playing hostess to some uh, two lucky winners, really, of an auction. What lucky ducks these people are. I mean, I would... I almost said kill for the opportunity, but, you know, I wouldn't go that far. But I feel like if you have enough money, you can you can buy yourself lunch at Ina Garten's house, and who wouldn't want that? But first, happy Friday, everyone. Another week down. How is everyone... Are you getting enough sleep? Are you drinking enough water? Um, I am not doing either of those things. <laughs> but uh, it's it's been a busy week. I'm actually very proud of myself that I'm putting out another episode two weeks in a row, folks. I mean, let the streak begin. It's been a very busy week. I am in tech week for uh, the opera that I'm doing in Pittsburgh. If anyone lives in Pittsburgh, and I know um, I have a uh, I shouldn't say a couple. I have dozens of listeners in Pittsburgh. Um, head on down to the Benetton Center and see Il Trovatore. Uh, we open up this weekend. I think there's four performances. They're kind of like scattered. I think they go like almost to the end of... I think the last one is like April 3rd or something like that. But it's going to be a great show. The leads are incredible. And I studied classical music, so I know I know the like... I know what it takes to do this. And I'm just always in awe of people that are at that level. Like... The tenor in this show, I don't even know his name, sadly, but um, the tenor is incredible. Every, everyone's great. So come on down, get a ticket. Even, you know, I'm sure you could find some cheap tickets in the uh, in the heavens above. That's what I usually do anyway. But yeah, and I'm very easy to spot because I'm, I mean, actually, there's quite a few bald men in the chorus too, but um, yeah, come on down and see it. Support the arts, okay? But um, I think that's kind of all that's, it's all that's been consuming my life is just like work and opera rehearsals. So I'm recording this actually on Friday morning. Um, so I am excited to have a night off tonight. And then tomorrow we open and my friend Laura's mom, Sylvia, is coming into town. Uh, it's almost like an episode of Barefoot Contessa. You're like, my friend Sylvia is coming for the weekend to to see my debut in my opera. Um, how bougie is that, right? But it should be fun. I'm so excited to see her and, you know, have some, you know, just go around Pittsburgh and get into some stuff. So I digress here. I guess it's time to get into this episode. This is season eight, episode three, Going, Going, Gone. And I did say last week that I was going to do the Stanley Tucci episode. Um, I, I guess it's Be My Guest, right? I think it is. And she has some great guests. I saw that Laura Linney was on uh, an episode. Love Laura Linney. I think that... Um, the, the, I, the reason I didn't do it this week, too, is because it's a 45-minute episode as opposed to, like, a 22-minute episode. Um, and I just wanted I wanted to get an episode out, so maybe Stanley will be next week. I don't want to make any promises because who knows what will happen between now and then. But for this week, it's going, going, gone. Which is like, you know, a little play on auction, auction terms there. Okay, so Ina begins... And she's very sleepy again in these. She's been... She's had very sleepy intros. I don't know if she's just, like... Maybe she's just as tired as the rest of us, right? So she says, What I've done is donated lunch at an auction to raise money to preserve the Hamptons. And the people who won the auction are coming for lunch today. Yikes. I'm making Asian grilled salmon with a crust infused with a crust infused with ginger and scallions. Served with a crunchy noodle salad with a peanut dressing that's packed with flavor. And for dessert, my classic lemon cake, 
updated with yogurt and fresh blueberry sauce. This is going to be fun. <laughs> this intro sounds like there was more to it. Like the way that she says, what I've done is donate lunch. I feel like, I feel like something was said before that. I don't know. It's a little bit of, um, it's not sloppy editing by any means, but I just felt that it was, we just like were thrust into that opening. Um, so anyway, here we are. First up is the crunchy noodle salad with peanut dressing. And we open up on, or we open on Ina draining some spaghetti noodles in the sink, followed by a whoo as the steam engulfs her face, per usual. Um, I have to say this. I, f I feel like we've talked about some sort of similar salad, like some similar Asian salad. But I would prefer like some sort of flat noodle. Like if you're not going to do like something you'd find in like a pad thai or something like that, I would I would maybe go for like a fettuccine. You know, I feel like spaghetti. I don't know. It just feels a little lowbrow, which I hate saying. But I know Ina always loves that lowbrow, highbrow combination. But I think she says like, I don't think she said angel hair, but because you need a noodle that's going to be substantial enough to like stand up to all that. Like, I feel that there's a lot of acidity in that sauce, you know, and she said this is something you can't really make in advance anyway. But I think I just wanted I wanted a flat noodle. But also, who cares? I think if I was to make this, which I think I might again, I always say this, but this does seem like the perfect, easy sort of wow factor picnic salad to bring you know what I mean I, I picture this in like a summer some sort of summer picnic or a picnic in the park you know what I mean I think it's appropriate so she starts by julianning some red bell pepper into thin strips and then she adds some salt into boiling water and puts in some sugar snap peas and then it's time for scallions she chops up some scallions and that's that's kind of it for the veggies, uh, she shocks the sugar snap peas in some ice water and then puts them into the bowl with the red pepper and the green onion and the spaghetti noodles. So pretty simple stuff there. Not too much chopping. And next up is the sauce, which starts at a lot of ingredients in the sauces. But most I feel like most sauces like this have a lot of flavor and a lot of ingredients, too. And it's always worth it. Um, so it starts out with a cup of vegetable oil. She's using a clear oil and as opposed to, you know, an olive oil, which just I, I feel wouldn't work as well. So she starts with, um, in addition to the vegetable oil, she adds a quarter cup of rice wine vinegar, a third a cup of soy sauce, uh, some toasted sesame oil, a tablespoon of honey, some chopped garlic, and then some fresh ginger, about a teaspoon. And finally, the star of the show, in my opinion, a half a cup of peanut butter. And she makes sure to note to use creamy peanut butter. This is not time for crunchy. Although... I feel like I've said it before, crunchy is superior. I mean, there's really no, there's no argument here. But I do love smooth, too. I mean, all my life, I've sort of, I remember as a kid, if crunchy peanut butter was like an option, I'd be like, bleh. But now, oh, God, can't get enough. So where are we now here? I lost my place. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. So she gives that a whisk and then walks over to the stove where she has toasted some sesame seeds and she puts them into the sauce and then pours the sauce onto the noodles. It looks so good. Uh, Ina does say, I like a lot of sauce. And I'm not too big of a sauce guy. I think I've said before, too, like even with spaghetti, I don't I don't want my spaghetti drowning in sauce. I want it to be, you know, coated enough. But I don't mind my, my noodles a little bit on the drier side. I'm probably in the minority there. But, you know, I, I don't want it dry by any means. But I, I don't... 
you could always add more sauce, I guess. And I feel like this is the type of salad too, where it just kind of like absorbs everything instantly. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where you like maybe save a little bit, like right before you serve it. But it looks amazing. I would, I, ugh, I would dive headfirst into this bowl of <laughs> noodles. And then uh, finally, she adds some chopped flat leaf parsley on top and then a few sprinkles of sesame seeds. I don't know if I would add the parsley, to be honest. I know it's always nice to have a little bit more herbs, but I don't know. It just feels like it doesn't fit the flavor profile, even though parsley is pretty mild anyway. But um, I don't know. I don't know why I'm questioning all of Ina's choices in these in this recipe specifically. But, you know, I feel like everyone it's all up into like it's all up to interpretation i guess everyone can you know anyone can choose whatever noodle they want and uh maybe leave out the parsley if you don't want it okay so now it's time for some lemon yogurt cake i love a lemon yogurt i mean i love a lemon cake i love a pound cake there is this coffee shop oh my gosh pittsburghers if if you're in pittsburgh which you would be because you're a pittsburgher um on in lawrenceville on butler street there's a coffee shop called inkwell and um, I, I don't think I mentioned this last week, did I? Maybe I mentioned it on my other podcast. Um, it's a it's an it's an orange poppy seed like loaf, uh, like a pound cake almost, I guess. And it is so good because usually it's like a lemon poppy seed, maybe like a lemon blueberry, which I also like. But this is like next level and it's so moist. I don't know how they keep it moist. It's probably because of some sort of glaze or sugar syrup, which Ina does with this cake too. But, oh, good Lord, get yourself to Inkwell and get a slice of that. They they always have such great, um, I guess, like pastries and just like desserts and yum-yums. Oh my gosh. I, I've got it twice this week. It's bad. I need to, I need to stop, but I just can't. Um, so anyway, she starts with the dry ingredients for this cake, which is flour, baking powder, and salt, and she gives that a sift. And now the wet ingredients, which is one cup of whole milk yogurt. She finds that it has more flavor. A cup of sugar, three eggs. I use extra large eggs. And then half a teaspoon of the good vanilla and some lemon zest. Ina then shares that this recipe idea came from her friend Dory Greenspan, who wrote a recipe for a yogurt cake. And Ina said, hmm, wouldn't it be fun if I could adapt my lemon cake into a yogurt cake? And it worked beautifully. <laughs> She's like stirring as she says this. So uh, now she combines the wet ingredients into the dry. And this is strange. She adds, she pours a half a cup of vegetable oil into the batter after she mixes it. It just felt like she forgot it. I don't know. It was it was strange because usually that's not the case with most recipes. You know, it, it would just go with the wet ingredients. I don't know why I'm questioning it. We'll never know because she doesn't explain why. There's no like logic behind it. But uh, I just found that a little bit odd. And she covers it up beautifully by talking about how her mystery guests uh, are coming over. And she's like, I wonder what Doug and Paige Campbell are going to be like. She's like, it's always interesting when you have lunch with people you've never met. Hmm. So she pours the batter into a buttered and floured loaf pan into the oven, 350 for about 50 minutes. And after that, she's going to, uh, she's going to drizzle a lemon glaze on top. Ugh, so good. So as she puts the, uh, the lemon cake into the oven, we do get a brief glimpse into the Campbell home. And so, (laughs) you know, it's like a classic, sort of one-off scenario. Frankly, I'm surprised they went into their house because usually it's just like these sort of guests that come over don't really get this treatment. You know what I mean? Um, But Doug, 
he calls up to Paige. He calls up the stairs. He's like, honey, are you ready? It's time to go to Ina's. And he's wearing, it's just so East Hampton. He's wearing like this, what can only be described as like the loudest yellow. It's not like, it's like a buttercup yellow, which is still like, I don't know. It just felt so bright. It's like a knit sweater. I feel like it's it's not cashmere, but it's just, it's like this chunky sweater with like these pants that, these pants probably cost like $5,000 and they just look terrible. Um, they're maybe like black or dark brown pants and they're baggy and they have some sort of pattern. And I, I, I wrote about this later in the episode too. I couldn't figure it out at this point, but um, I think they're like golden retriever, or like, I don't know, like golden retriever dogs, just like kind of, you know, in a, in a pattern all along in their like bright yellow as well. So it matches the sweater and he has like loafers on. I don't know. It just seems very East Hampton. I immediately like didn't like Doug. I don't know why. I just feel like he's some sort of finance bro. Um, but who knows? Maybe he's, maybe he's an amazing guy. I shouldn't pass judgment on this, um, terrible outfit that he's wearing. Um, but it shows Doug and Paige leaving the house and it's funny because he's like, honey, are you ready? It's time to go to Ina's. And I would be in the car ready to go at like 8 a.m. that day of meeting Ina. I'd be sitting there like with my bouquet of hydrangeas, just be like, <laughs> like, is it time to go yet? Ugh, can you imagine? I, I would just be such a wreck, I feel, too. I, I, I would want it to go so well, but I wouldn't want to know that I'm trying so hard, if that makes sense, you know? Uh, especially like me like with a podcast about her, I would I would want to play it cool, but I would want to tell her about the podcast. I would just want to make her laugh. I feel like I would want it I would want it to be as comfortable to make her as comfortable as possible. So there wouldn't be any nervous laughter. I'd you know, I'd be rehearsing things to talk about, but I know so much about her too. I think that's like s- such an interesting thing to spend because it's everyone's dream to have lunch at Ina's. So it would it would be such a delight though. So Doug and Paige hop into their Land Rover and they're off to Ina's. Meanwhile, Ina is finishing up the cake with her lemon glaze and it starts with a third a cup of lemon juice and she pours that into a pan and adds a third a cup of sugar and she lets it come to a boil until it turns clear and the sugar is melted. So while that's doing that, Ina loosens the cake out of the loaf pan and it plops out perfectly and the syrup is done and she drizzles it she like drizzles it over the cake and I feel like the cake is still warm too. So it just like soaks that right up. And the cake is on a cooling rack on top of a sheet pan. So it doesn't get, you know, everywhere. And Ina says, she's like pouring the, uh, the, the syrup over the lemon, lemon cake. And she's like, I take lemon over chocolate any day. I don't know if I'd go that far. Ina, I do love a lemon loaf or, you know, blueberry poppy seed, anything like this, but not as much as chocolate, but maybe, I don't know. I feel like Ina is more of like a fruity gal, you know? I feel like she enjoys chocolate, but I think she'd choose this. I mean, clearly she would because she just said it. So I'll let you have the lemon cake, Ina. I'd rather take the chocolate, but I still would eat this too. It looks delicious. So to finish this off, it's time for some blueberry sauce. She pours in uh, some a few pints of blueberries into a saucepan and then adds some vanilla sugar, which which is essentially, I don't. It's almost like I, I want to say like the carcass of a van, of a vanilla bean. Well, I couldn't get that out. Basically, once she scrapes the beans out, she puts like the or the seeds, I guess, of the vanilla bean. Is it seeds? You know, the goop, and uh, she puts it into a jar of sugar, and it just kind of lets that like marinate over time. She said that she's had this jar for twenty years. 
I don't know why it's like, is that a, I, I feel like it's just, it would get gross maybe, but I guess not because I know there's like some moisture in the vanilla beans. So I don't know how that works, but I trust Ina. So she adds the sugar to the blueberries and also adds a little bit of water to, to, you know, I guess that's, it, it would be too thick without that. So while that's simmering away, it's time for Eli's Asian salmon, which I don't think she mentioned Eli in the opening. I think she just said like Asian salmon. But this is, of course, a recipe that she borrowed from Eli Zabar. It's a it's an episode of borrowing borrow well, borrowing uh, recipes. You know, she got the other one from that other friend, and now she's stealing Eli's Asian salmon. So she starts out with the sauce, which is a ton of ingredients. We have soy sauce, rice vinegar lemon juice, oyster sauce, sauce, oyster sauce, some fish sauce, sesame oil, and finally some chili paste. And next, uh, she also chops up some scallions, which goes into the sauce, as well as some fresh ginger and fresh garlic. It's so funny. This is like such a side note of like behind the scenes of me taking notes for episodes. But anytime, and no one would notice this unless you are taking notes. And that's just the position I'm in, I guess. But I always think I always feel like if if it feels like the last ingredients, like I would because I just said it and finally some chili paste. But then it, it feels final. And then she puts like three more ingredients 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 in. And um, this is just such a first world problem. I'm like, Ina, just tell us when it's the last ingredient. OK, because then I have to go back and take out the and and uh, try to incorporate it in a way that makes sense. I don't know why I'm sharing this with you folks, but it's just something that it's a little, um, not a pet peeve. That sounds like too strong of a word, but uh, anyways, moving on. So she gives that all a stir, this sauce, and pours a third of it over the salmon. And the salmon, by the way, is on, it's like on a sheet pan with some foil underneath it so it can sort of contain the sauce as she's pouring it over. And uh, And then on top of that, she pours a cup of or a half a cup of, no, a cup and a half, woof, I couldn't read my notes there, of panko breadcrumbs on top, and then she pours the rest of the sauce on top of the salmon. And I feel like, again, she could have benefited from pouring this sauce into a Pyrex or something here, because the saucepan, it just, it's like the sauce is just everywhere. And I feel like with, especially since you're trying to get it like into the panko breadcrumbs, you know what I mean? Um, but again, do what you want. So she said she's going to let that marinate for a bit in the fridge for about 15 minutes. And then she um, she puts it in the fridge for 15 minutes. And then once that's done, she cooks it at 500 degrees for 15 minutes. And she says, make sure your oven is very clean before you turn it on to 500 degrees. And by those standards, I feel my house would like burst into flames because I haven't cleaned my oven in forever. It just always seems like such a daunting task. Am I right? I don't know. And I, I think we have like a self-cleaning option, but what does that do? Does it just like turn the heat up to like a million degrees and then it just like, I don't know how it works. I don't know if I've ever cleaned an oven. Ugh. Everyone's like gasping. It's just one of those things that like Keon and I are always like, oh, we should clean the oven. Like every time we're in there, it's just like, oof. But um, maybe we'll do that someday, like a spring cleaning sort of thing. But until then... Back to the blueberry sauce. She strains the sauce and presses the blueberries into the sieve uh, to sort of, you know, get every, it's like good to the last drop, you know? And she adds a last minute tablespoon of lemon. Again, this is interesting. 
this is also an episode of just adding last minute ingredients. And, and this one makes a little bit more sense, I guess, to give that a little bit more like zip at the last second. Um, anyway, she pours it into like one of those silver gravy boat things that she has and she lets that cool. And at this point, the salmon is ready to come out of the oven. It looks sensational. It looks so good. I love salmon. Who doesn't love salmon? I mean, I guess people who don't love fish, but I just think it's such a... I'll order a salmon every once in a while at a restaurant when I'm, you know, if I'm trying to feel healthy, but then it comes with like vegetables covered in butter, you know, but um, it just looks so good. She covers it with foil and lets it rest for a bit. And then Ina sets the table and puts out some beautiful fresh flowers. It looks so, I don't know why this, uh, if you watch this episode, it just looks like picturesque, really. I'm sure she got it from Michael. Um, Doug and Paige are also arriving. They show them showing up with a fresh bouquet of hydrangeas, which I, I do appreciate. I feel like they understood the assignment here because everyone knows that Ina loves hydrangeas. And I don't know what else would I bring. I think I would want to bring a nice bottle of wine. Um, but I, you know, maybe there was, I don't, I don't know like what the communication is. Like once, once they get you know, once they won the dinner at the, the lunch at the auction, like who sets that up? Do you get like Ina's phone number? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Can you, can you imagine that? Um, but I can picture Ina saying like, don't bring anything, just bring yourselves. I mean, they probably spent like how much money on this lunch, right? It's just like rich white people in the Hamptons. I bet it was like $10,000 at least, right? I don't know. Especially if it's for charity or not for charity, but it's like preserving the Hamptons. Um, but I would bring, I would definitely bring flowers. I would try to bring a bottle of wine. Um, and I guess that's it. I, you know, it's always nice to bring wine, but I'm sure Ina had it on hand too. I would just be, I, I, I'm not a wine connoisseur, so I wouldn't know what to bring. Also, I wouldn't know, you know, sometimes you bring wine. If it's a surprise lunch, you don't know what you're eating. I would bring a red and a white. I'd bring a whole case. <laughs> Anyway, um, I did pause. This is I wrote in my notes. I mentioned it previously. I did pause the episode to look at Doug's pants. And I think I wrote, I think they're yeller. Yeller. I think they're yeller Labrador retrievers, y'all. Um, it just looked like some sort of dog plastered all over these god awful pants. Oh, God. Um, Paige, on, on the other hand, looks very elegant and uh, appropriate. She looks she's wearing like a form fitting knitted navy turtleneck, which like with like matching navy pants and like, you know like a sensible brown bag. She looks great. So Ina opens the door, gives them a kiss on the cheek. Um, I don't know if I would want the kiss. I feel like it's so intrusive. You know what I mean? I've talked about this on previous episodes too, where, where you know, the regulars go to Ina for the first time. And they I think there was that one episode with Mariska Hargitay and Alec Baldwin where everyone gives her a double kiss. I'll never forget it. I just thought it was so audacious. I couldn't believe everyone did that. Um... But I think it's just, I, I don't even know if it's a double kiss in this in this case. I think Doug, yeah, I think they both get a single kiss. Um, so they both sit down to eat. My other note is that Doug needs a haircut. It's one of those hairstyles where it's not like he's losing his hair, but he kind of is. And I, I mean, I certainly know that process of like mourning the loss of your hair and like finally letting go and trying to find a style that fits you. But I think I think he has enough hair to make it work. But um, he needs a haircut. He looks and it looks it makes the outfit fit more. He just looks schlubby because of it, too, because the outfit, those pants, I can't get over those pants. I'm going to try to find 
a picture of those pants to put on my Instagram account and the Facebook account too, because everyone needs to see these pants. Um, maybe I'll do like a Google lens search or something like that so I can see how much they are. Um, these are the details that we care about here on The Good Vanilla. Uh, so they sit down, Paige, you know, she's making conversation. She wants to know the secret ingredient in the salmon. And Ina, she just basically lists the ingredients. She doesn't necessarily, it's a, it's a fair question, but it's, there's not really any secret ingredient. It's just like, you know, she's like, there's ginger, there's soy sauce, you know, whatever other ingredients it wasn't necessarily like a secret ingredient though and doug says we might be taking this recipe home with us and i was like ha 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 and uh doug said like we won't tell anyone so then the dessert is served and Paige clocks the glaze on top of the cake but ina course corrects her and tells her that it's actually a sugar syrup so try again Paige. um <laughs> but you know the conversation is just sort of static and like it's just it's not like you can tell Ina's not thrilled but she's you know she's she's making it happen you know what is she going to talk about with these people I just hope the conversation wasn't just small talk for like two hours because that that's draining especially when it's someone you don't know I mean I guess you both live in the Hamptons so you have that in common but hopefully they found some common ground um and at the very end of this episode, you know, they all raise a glass and Ina says, well, here's to new friends and the Hamptons. And then it just kind of, you know, they cheers and fade away to these flowers and, you know, off left. <sighs> what a great episode. Those pants. Oh, my God. I can't stop thinking about them. I just feel like I wonder if Paige dressed Doug or if Doug was like, you know what, Paige? I feel good about these pants. I feel Ina's going to like them. I wonder if I said anything about the pants, but this is all to say that's all I have for you this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Instagram at goodvanillapod. You can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. And also, I made a group for The Good Vanilla on Facebook. Very easy to find. Just search The Good Vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, or just tell another Barefoot Contessa fanatic that also works too. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Kochanov, and you can find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, every week with Colin Drucker. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time.